y'all. I am back from what a week long hiatus because I was on vacation for two fucking weeks. Holy shit! Yeah, um, but I am back. Um, you guys will get to listen to the podcast that Andrew and Kevin created. I believe hopefully later on tonight or tomorrow. I'm waiting yeah. to listen to it because I always love I'll listening wait. to these two motherfuckers just shooting shit while I'm gone. It's great. I mean, I'm waiting for it too because that was we we had a hell of a good episode out here. You guys usually have like a hysterically good episode with really bad numbers and really bad like information that I have to tell you that you screwed up on. Right, but well, I feel like this time you did a good job. I read the the script. I think you guys crushed it. Oh, but you know, like thank you so much, sir. You can, try our best out here. You're just getting ready for when I am not able to record in the winter. Oh my god, don't even talk about that. We'll get to that point in life when we get to it, dude. But... I'm gonna re- legit record with a little guy in my arm like this. Be like, yo, let's keep going. <laughs> no, that's perfectly fine. That's how we make that's how we make things happen. I already told Ashley, like, I'm doing a boys trip in um 2024 because I have a very good friend of mine who lives in Colorado. Okay. And I've been telling him for like three years, I'm gonna come visit. I'm gonna come visit. Life gets in the way, money gets in the way, stuff happens, right? So mm-hmm. I haven't gone out. Well, I told him it'll happen, and I'm bringing the baby. So because I, I was like, my wife's like, it's a boys trip. I'm like, all right. Bet I will take the little guy with me. I'll take my son, who is going to be six months old, five months old then. Oh, my God. Let's go. We going out to fucking Colorado. So I yeah, love it. Yeah. I'm going to be on dad duty that whole time I'm there, which will probably be only like three days, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. This will be interesting. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, I'm yawning. We are recording at 8.30 at night because Kevin worked late today and... Yeah. And we didn't have any other time. We no, busy. we we had busy Fourth life. of July this week. Dude. There's a lot going on. The 4th of July really fucked me over with, like, my whole week. Uh, I can only imagine. Well, it's... 4th of July being on a Tuesday sucks. Oh, dude, it's the fucking worst. And then next year it's going to be on a freaking Wednesday. Even, even worse than that. So, but yeah, I hope your 4th of July was good. What'd you do? I saw you slam dunking in a pool. <laughs> I gotta say, that's not the most, like, the, not the greatest looking video of me jumping. I'm like, oh God. Like, ugh. <laughs> ugh. Ugh. I thought I lost a little weight. No, it just doesn't look that way. Um, We ended up going to our friend's house, um, about like 20 minutes from us, where Mark, Mark's uh, brother and sister-in-law live um and hung out there for a few hours the weather here was so on and off i don't know what it was like in jersey but it was either raining or cloudy and maybe a little sun here and there so what that's what we did what you all do well i worked on fourth of july oh but before that get a holiday off right uh well fourth of july is one of those holidays that you know, places like mine are open mm. and it is what it is. But I went and worked out at my gym earlier. They had a little 4th of July gathering. Nice. Good time. And then, you know, had some like lunch with the fam before I went to work. And then, you know, pretty kept it as simple as possible because um, there wasn't really much to do. 
my parents stayed home. They had their friends come over and have a bunch of food. And I'm just now eating whatever's left over, which is lucky for me. <laughs> Dude, that's the best part is the leftovers, bro. Oh, 100%. Well, depending on what the leftovers are, but yeah. Yeah, we have tons of leftovers right now, so it'll be a good time. Dude, 4th of July, I literally went to the gym at 4 a.m., like my normal time. I worked Crushing out. it. Nice. And then I played basketball at 8 because they're like, yo, you want to play ball at 8? So I stayed at the gym for three and a half hours before I went to go play basketball. Wow. My body's still hating me. I mean, if I was your body, I would hate you too after putting me through that. Yeah, well... That's fine. I drink drink more alcohol than I should have for sure uh-huh. on the 4th of July. It's like going on vacation, you drink more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, after the vacation and 4th of July, we take in a long hiatus. Probably until I go play my wiffle ball game, a break on alcohol. And then after that, I'll probably take another break until the West Virginia game. There you go. Well, you're going to have alcohol when we go to the Liberty game. So just remember that. At least one. All right, you I'll can't have... not have a drink at the game. Okay. Because what we do have to... We'll, we'll talk about that. That's on the schedule. That's let's on the schedule of the episode. Yeah, no worries. We good. All right. So let's get back into this um, weekly sports update. Uh, there's a few things I want to talk about. I don't know what else we can add. Like, I won't lie, y'all. I made this this up today because I've been so busy with work coming back from vacation. Love it. Um, the one thing. Hold on, I'm going to yawn real quick. And he. Woo! Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm not. I'm not bored of it, y'all. I promise. Oh um, my god. Just, Marriage's gonna be bored of me soon. Goodness dude, I'm gracious! Just, I, it's because I'm old. You're getting old um, as fuck. It's all right. Dude, I'm gonna so be 34 I. in less than two months. Like, come oh, on! Oh my goodness! But let's just talk about this real quick. I think this is phenomenal, and I don't know how this has not happened until now. But Brianna Stewart and Napshi Napshia Collier are founding a United States off-season women's basketball league. You mean the FISA Collier? Thank you. I knew you'd ha- know how to say it. I, I I fuck up every time. So It's okay. We, 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 we know. That's why I'm here. Why I'm so here. let's look at this. They are f- founding a new women's basketball league to give the top WNBA players another option for playing domestically in the off-season once new prior to prioritization rules go into full effect next season. So what that means is the new league, which is called Unrivaled, would run from January through March, which is a little bit after the season ends typically for the WNBA. That that season ends mid-October, correct, is when they yeah, they, go through the that, finals and stuff, right? Yeah, so normally that like middle of October part is – when the WNBA finals happens, mm-hmm. uh, because like it's a right at the crash course of like the NBA starting. Okay. Jesus Christ, I keep yawning. Um, but where's your energy drink? It's gonna be like an episode try- where where episode where you're falling asleep, where like when I was. I know. I'm trying to cut back on the energy drinks because I've been Proud drinking them so much. Um, but 
So it'll it'll feature the 30 of the top professional women's players on six teams playing games of three-on-three and one-on-one at an outstage soundstage in Miami. Um, so just looking at this. Jesus. I didn't know the super max salary for the 2023 season is only a quarter of a million, less than a quarter million dollars. Yeah, that's very, it's kind of low. Damn. So this just allows, what I don't like is that it only allows the top 30. Okay. I love the fact that they're doing something to keep women, the women's, the WNBA teams here or the top, the athletes here. Mm-hmm. But it should be for all, not for the top 30. Because this is going to continue to be an issue every year. And your top 30 probably won't change dramatically year after year. Right? Yeah. Now, how do they, how are they going to determine the top 30? Are they just going to grab like a, a list? I don't know. The goal is to raise enough in private funding and sponsorship to buy the players uh, commensuratory pay with what they make during the WRBA season. So they want to be able to give the whoever plays in this the same amount of money that they make it from what April through March through October, right? Is kind of the oh no no sorry June through October or May through October of what they play in the WRBA season in a shorter time span. So if you make twenty five hundred dollars my god oh my god i am too tired for this shit tonight two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in the WNBA season you'll make that in this unrivaled season Mm, okay fantastic so i don't know yeah there's not much it's like looks like there's still details trying to come out you pretty much said the gist of it but i think a lot of it comes down to number one keeping the players back in the states which is cool um and giving them a chance to stay home if they maybe didn't feel like taking another you know couple months overseas and being away from their families i think that's a hell of a perk um and i also think you know that it's being funded by like two of the top players in the league right now which is pretty pretty amazing so I think it'll be interesting. Uh, this whole thing, when this came out, I just kind of think back to our Dr. Jones episode when he talked about that the women should be playing basketball during basketball season. And you now you have them in during basketball season, which right. is great. So now will this, I hope this kind of slowly translates to what Doc was talking about a few weeks ago. Do they get to play? from October to June, right? Like the NBA. Or not even maybe not even just October to June, maybe at least October to March, like a typical like how like if you think about it in like colleges, that's normally the basketball season. And you know what? I'd be cool with them doing an October to say even let's just say October to January. Take a couple of months off, 
come back and play another three months, which is your WNBA season, right? And, and transition something. I, I want to see what they do. It'll be very, very interesting next year when this actually comes to fruition and what will happen. But I love that they're finally stepping up and having a women's professional league that is not just the WNBA. And it will keep some players here. We'll see how this all turns out. But next yeah, because I think, hello, I'm not finished. Oh, I'm sorry. Said. So I would say definitely you got to understand, like, right now, if you're looking at the women's game, it's, it's, it's booming as it's been ever that I've seen it. Think about all the ladies that are still in college right now that aren't in the WNBA yet. You know, your hmm. Angel Reese's. Your Haley Van Litz, your Cameron Brinks, your Caitlin Clark's. Like this is, you know, this is a this is a good thing for women's basketball. Keeping the, you know, think about how like the NFL is literally around, and you hear about them year round. You know, now you're gonna hear about women's basketball instead of just, you know, summer in the WNBA and then in college. Now you're gonna give them the professional opportunity to play during an actual basketball season. So. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. I want to see how it turns out. I hope they have a good turnout. I just want to see what the rest of the details are and how everything works out before I uh, say anything else. I agree. I agree. I want to see what happens next. Um, So NBA Summer League is underway, mainly in uh, Salt Lake and Vegas, right, is where they are at right now. I don't know if the Florida League has started up yet. No, not yet. And I know the Celtics leave tonight or tomorrow to start their summer league in Vegas um, Saturday or Sunday. So, Victor, you can say his last name. I'm going to fuck it up. So, go ahead. Wembenyama. Mary, we got to get you a... We got to get you a whole translation thing. Dude, so for work, I usually put it into how to pronounce a name. So that I don't screw it up. And usually I do great. I just have to hear the name like 5 million times. Um, He actually, I think, does he make his debut this weekend for the Spurs? Or oh, did he... I don't know. I don't think he's played yet. But I've he hasn't played yet. Coming soon. He's supposed to make his debut, I think, like in the next couple of days. But let's talk about the Spurs because our boy... Eric Stevenson went off in his debut for them. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I would say off, but like hey, compared hey, hey. to like off against like you know for summer league golf, that's it's, it's it, he went off. I he he went off. I I'll take the summer league going off like, and um somebody fouled out for the first time ever in summer league. They give you ten fouls. It's like playing in high school again. Yep. Yeah, you got 10,000. You fouled out, bro. Some dude in some, for, for the Jazz organization fouled out. I'm pretty sure who was. I can't remember the exact player. That's really the first time that somebody's ever fouled out. I feel like other people I, have fouled out. It's the first time since they've added like the 10 foul rule that okay. someone has fouled out. Usually you get like seven, eight fouls, and mm-hmm. they and that's about it. No, this this dude went off and just fouled out completely. 
Um, yeah, no. Chet Holgram, who should have been potential rookie of the year last year, but destroyed his knee in the first couple of games, um, is dominating. So we shall see. Well, that I goes. mean, as he should, he's a top overall pick, so you would hope that. And he's put on like 30 or 40 pounds is what they've said. 30 or 40? I heard it was only like 15. I heard it was like 30. So well, even- whatever whatever it is, he, ju- he does look, when I saw him, like I saw some highlights of him the other day, he looks, he's a little, instead of him like that skinny frame, that current, like that Wemby kind of looks like right now, he, you could tell Chet, like, he was in the weight room. He's trying to eat some more food. He looks a little more fill, but still skinny if in most people's eyes. But at least he's, you know, progressing, which is good because that's what he needs to do if he's going to be successful in the NBA. Yeah. He, I think Wambiyama will get there size wise. He'll turn into, I think, a Giannis size wise. I mean, that would be ideal if he goes right. Giannis. Ideal. I don't know if he'll ever get there, but we'll see. Um, so he has three of the greatest San Antonio Spurs working with him. I think I at least he'll get a shot. Have you seen the picture of him and Tony Parker eating lunch, watching film together? It's freaking amazing. I love it. Love it. Plus, you have arguably one of the best NBA coaches. And I say arguably because it's Greg Popovich, we have Phil Jackson, Red Auerbach. Probably those are your top three NBA coaches of all time right there. And Popovich with Duncan and Tony Parker and Manu still in that organization. Yeah. It would be on, it would be on Wemby if he failed. And he has the resources. Also adding the fact that he's getting a really good cast around a, not a really good, but I will say a decent cast around him. And some good, you know, Reggie Bullock is now off the of San Antonio Spurs from the Mavericks after the Mavericks traded for Grant Williams just the other day. Um now I think it I think it'll look pretty decent. I'm I'm excited. I'm this NBA season right now is looking to be very interesting. But we still got a long summer to go. So we'll see. Um, but that leads into the biggest question mark of the NBA offseason. One of our favorite players, one of Andrew's favorite NBA players, Dame Dollar Side Millard. I don't know what's going on anymore. So I've been gone for too long to to pay attention, but I don't get it. This man got a super max deal, basically went to Portland last year and said, give me a super max deal. And now wants out. Doesn't look good. But that's my opinion. I I don't, and I don't know. What what are your thoughts about our, one of our favorites. I mean, here. we've been talking about this for how long that he should have requested a trade like years ago. He's not he's not gonna win in Portland. 
and he knows that he's not going to win in Portland. And just like by evidence of who the the Blazers drafted and who they what they did, they did nothing to upgrade the roster. They they signed Scoot because Scoot is going to be a hell of a player, and he should have been number one pick, in my opinion. I mean, I have. I'm happy the Blazers took Scoot in the first place because I think he's going to be better than Brandon Miller. Just oh. not just me. Uh, have opinion. you seen Brandon Miller's stat line so far? Yeah, he did. I didn't get like nine fouls during a summer league game. In two summer league games, he has. I think they said like fifteen fouls, sixteen points. Like he has not shown up yet. But again, it is summer league. This boy. Played all the way up until what the middle of April. Take some time off. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how he goes. But continue, Kevin. I'm sorry I, I cut you off. No, I don't even remember what what I said. What we were talking about um, Dame Lillard and how the team hasn't done anything. We think that Scoot's going to be better than Brandon Miller. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I just don't know. Like, like I think he's doing what's best for him. It is what it is. But now I think he's, I think it's it's just gonna be hard to trade him because his contract's too big, and what the Blazers are asking for to cover that is not it's not what the Blazers are gonna consider like a good deal for them. You know, there's been lots of different trade talks all around, but I don't know. He, I know he wants to go to Miami with Jimmy Butler, but. From what I understand, the, the Heat don't have much to offer. And then I the only way for it to work is if they have to get rid of Tyler Hero. But that means they need to include a third uh partner in this trade. And well, they're they, not getting any suitors. They I've heard Duncan Robinson is in that trade to from if that happens, they have to include Duncan Robinson as well. Yeah. Duncan but, Robinson and Tyler Hero would be gone. But how the heck does that balance? This man is making $60 million a year. Yeah, I don't know. That I... I'm sorry. If I'm the Blazers, unless you are getting another all-star in return, a role player, and... In my opinion, three first round picks and one or two second round picks. I ain't taking anything. Well, it looks like Damian Lillard's probably gonna be stuck there if that's what the asking's gonna be for that. It's it's he's not they're not gonna get what they think they're gonna get get for him. No, unfortunately. No, and it's just his, I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know what the Blazers are gonna do. And him signing that Supermax deal last year hurt him more than it hurting the Blazers. Because though he wants to be traded, and it doesn't always look good, especially when your agent is now calling every NBA team minus the Miami Heat and says, yeah, don't call about trading for him. You're going to get this run run." disgruntled, I'm sorry, Um, star. Well, you know, let's just see how it goes. I I don't think at the end of the day, he ends up leaving. 
I don't, mean, the, the, the value isn't, the return value is not there. It was there last year, 100%. This year, I don't know. We'll see. It, but it's going to take a lot of effort for sure. The only thing that will make it move a little faster is if, you know, whether it's Damian Lillard's people are going to try to convince the Blazers to take less. The Blazers decide to take less. There's going to be someone's going to have to give and pretty much it's just going to come down to if the Blazers are willing to be satisfied with what they're going to get. As long they're they could get they they could get screwed they could get really screwed but who knows uh it's just right now it's gonna be a wait and see yeah there will be I'm because gonna... also don't forget there's another person that's trying to look for a trade as well and that's a whole nother fiasco as well but I know we talked about that last week who James Harden oh yeah well I, I don't even want to talk about him. I, I'm done All right. with him. He's Move a bum. On. He is a boom. Um, so yeah. let's just move on to the West Virginia updates. Uh, before we jump into the actual updates, can I just say I am way too pumped for this football game that we're going to in literally like two months. <laughs> I mean It'll probably be our only time we're smiling about our football season if uh if the ratings come true to what they projected with us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, it's true. Right. Let's just be honest. I'm going to be tailgating at 6 a.m. Well, when I say I am, that means all four of us that are going in that car We'll be tailgating at four at six or so in the morning, because uh, I will have my uh, flat iron grill. I'll have the other grill. Dude, we going? It's going to go all out. I'm very excited for you to make breakfast. That's all I'll be uh, excited about. It's going to be awesome. I kid you not. Um. So, but let's just jump into this. I. I'm not shocked by the news, but it also is very disheartening when both the things we're going to talk about will probably be have the potential of happening. Um, Zach Frazier is the lone West Virginia player to make the preseason all Big 12 team. Out of how many spots I think it is, like what? 24 something spots. And they're pretty much a whole lineup at least. Yeah, that's um and we had what three last year? Something like that, yeah. We had the uh, I'm pretty sure Daniels was on there. You had you had you had you had more guys on there. Yeah, you had Sills for sure. You had Frazier again, and I think Ford Wheaton was up there too. But that's just how the cookies have crumbled at this point for us. Um, Kevin, how about because you already mentioned it? How about you talk about the the, the next thing? Because 
I got to go back to looking at a few people's. I got to look. I got to look back up because I can't remember the exact um, order. Let me see. Oh, here's the post. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so basically, I forgot which poll it was. I uh, don't remember. Merritt sent it to me it's via the Big Instagram. 12. The Big 12, I think. Um, can I find it? Nope. Oh, yeah, here it is. Big 12 Conference preseason poll. You have. The media. This is the media poll. Yes. Sorry. The media poll. Out of 14 teams, West Virginia was picked 14th out of 14th to finish for the Big 12 football season. Uh, the order goes as following. You got Texas with 41 first place votes. Kansas State second with 14 first place uh, votes. Oklahoma at number three. And Texas Tech at number four had first place votes. Number five, TCU with uh, three, three votes. Baylor, Oklahoma State got one vote somehow. UCF at eight, nine, Kansas, 10, Iowa State, 11, BYU, 12, Houston, 13, Cincinnati, and 14, our West Virginia Mountaineers. I don't think I've ever, ever, ever seen us so low on any sort of chart like this to start a year. And, I mean, what else do I say? I mean, I don't think, I mean, they get, there's only, you can only go up from here. So, if, if we can win something, I don't know. I'm trying to pull it, a positive spin on it. But to their point, I don't know if I can blame them. I mean, what did we do this offseason? We lost a bunch of starters and signed guys from mid-majors to see if they can replace them. But again, you don't know how these guys are going to perform. I thought last year we had a bunch of people that were going to do hella great for us, and they absolutely tanked. Like the worst possible outcome for all of them. So I don't know. I mean, I'm excited for to be going to the backyard brawl. That's as pretty much as I'm excited for this football season to come up. Because I was excited about basketball season, but we'll talk about more about that later. So, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what to say here. I mean, did I? But I know this is Texas and Oklahoma's last year in the Big Twelve. So apparently, people feel that Texas is back, but who knows? I just, we'll see what happens on the field, and then take it from there. And. Can we just look at that the poll real quick before we like talk more into it? But I just want to take a real quick second to look at this. Texas overall voting got 886 six votes, right? West Virginia got 129. Cincinnati got 102. Houston. 202. Yeah, sorry, 202. Thank you. Houston got 215. And then you jump to BYU, who got 318. Those are your four teams that are projected to finish in the bottom. 
of the Big 12 right there. Houston, really? Cincinnati, really? BYU, Iowa State, Kansas, who? Let's be honest, had a great year to start the season last year. They beat us. They I was didn't. at that game. Sure, they didn't. But then they fell completely apart. Did any of the teams for the bottom six teams make a bowl game? Yeah, pretty much all of them did, except for us. Did Houston? I didn't know if Houston did. I'm pretty sure. I'll, I'll take your. I'll take your word yeah, straight yeah. forward. I'll. I'll take. I'll take a look. But I'm just. I'm. I'm. I, that's my only ask: is how many teams actually made a bowl game? Out of that, let's see. Now, granted, I'm usually wrong about all this, so that's why. Two thousand twenty-two Independence Bowl. So last December, they played Louisiana and won the Independence Bowl. Okay. So let's see. Who else is that? Cincinnati. Cincinnati definitely made a bowl game. I know that. Cincinnati uh, football. Houston won their bowl game last year. Yeah, 23-16. Alrighty, so you have bowl games. They were in the Fenway Bowl. They played at Fenway, Fenway Park. BYU won. Yeah, the Cincinnati got killed by no. the Cardinals. Yeah, Bill. Yeah, that's true. In the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. That is that's, a horrible name to throw. That is freaking hilarious. Yeah, and West Virginia couldn't even get into a bowl game. So, uh, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I I like to try to be the optimist as I always try to be. It's just I can't be optimistic until I see the product on the field. And who do we play first? We play Penn State, which I, we already know is probably going to be like a 45-7 to 7 game. And then we play Dayton. Duquesne. Is it Dayton or Duquesne? Duquesne. Okay. Who knows? We might lose to the FCS school if we're that bad. But Or wait, am I wrong? I'm probably wrong. Yeah, let's just I'm just going to because I suck this stuff. You've had a busy day. It's all right. I have been all over the place today. I literally started working 13 hours, 14 hours ago. I don't even know. Schedule West Virginia. Yeah, I was right. Duquesne. So hopefully we win that. But again, I don't know. Uh, I'm just trying to be an optimist. I'm going to let it play out. I'm just going to let it play out. That's all I'm going to say. I know our buddy Leland, I saw in his post, he, he retweeted <laughs> this. He already's like, trust the climb. 
one and eleven. Eleven. Let's go. Could be zero and twelve. Honestly, has it West Virginia ever finished like zero and twelve? No, but I don't think we'll lose to Duquesne. Um, I mean, I don't know about that. If 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 it's if it's as projected as bad as could be, who knows? That's true. So I do want to look. I'm looking at the West Virginia football schedule real quick here. So you probably see no wins, do you? And that's the silence is deafening everybody that's listening. That is where we're two at. Wins. I'll give us two wins. That's so bad. I I I try to try to be positive, and we're out here projecting that we're only get two wins. That's horrible. Oh, it's so bad. Um. So we play all the new teams that are joining the Big Twelve. This year. Yeah. I, I don't like that personally. Why is that? I wish there was a way for us to play all the teams that we've played in the Big 12 since we joined, or at, at least the, the teams that we played through last year, right? Because we're losing playing Texas. And I don't like that. Mainly for the fact, like, I want us to play Texas at home one more time. We're playing Oklahoma away. I feel like we there could have been a way to make this schedule work so that we played everyone in the Big 12 one more, one more time. We'll also remember... I think the idea was when they originally made that schedule that they were going to have Texas and Oklahoma for two more years, not instead of one. So true. that's true. Remember, they got they 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 got kind of screwed out of that when they decided to the SEC ended up buying them into the conference. So it is what it is. I mean, we're still gonna suck. Ah, horrible. So god awful. All right, let's move on. Yeah, to what? More misery? Oh, we also don't play Kansas State. Wow, that's interesting too. Or Kansas. Well, good. We lost to both those teams, so I'm okay with that. Who else don't we play? Hold on. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right, let's move on to more misery. That's uh West Virginia athletics. Well, can we talk about the positive first? Can yes, we talk about negative? Um, we let's talk about the- one of the best, probably playing coaching staffs out there right now with who they brought on this weekend. Um, so West Virginia's uh interim head coach Josh Eilert brought on uh Deshaun Butler. Alex Ruff promoted from grad assistant to assistant coach. And one assistant coach that I was surprised that he brought him on as this position, but a young 26-year-old Jordan McCabe, uh, who originally transferred out of West Virginia after playing three years with us, played last two years at UNLV, and now is going to be assistant head coach for the team, which I think is super cool. 
super and different. And moved one of the longest tenured coaches for West Virginia with who's I can't remember his name. He's been uh, Ron Everhart is now uh yeah department of like student. Uh oh. Shit. You froze for a second. Oh no. My it's because of my internet. It's not you. It's me. Uh, Ron Everhart is now director of community relations. Um, the rest of the staff that I have, director of recruiting, still Jay Koontz, director of ops, Trent Michaels, video coordinator, Jared Courtson, statistician, Tyler Chang. And then li li listen to this. This is what I thought was super interesting. So last year's coaching staff, Hugs, 67 years old. This was in 2022. You had Larry Martin, who was 66. Ron Everhart is 59, and Eric Martin is 50. Turning into this year's coaching staff, Josh Eilert is 42. You have Damar Johnson, 43. Alex Ruoff is 36. De Deshaun Butler is 35, and Jordan McCabe is 24. Which is... Talk about a change. It's... um, You know, like, talk about you know, a new era in West Virginia hoops. We're in a new era. And I'm, and I, I'll be honest when they did this naming of the coaching staff, I am pretty excited for that because, you know, we needed something like this in order for us to, you know, move on. Um, Right now it's not, we're not reaping that benefit right now with the players leaving, which we'll get into, but um. I think one of the things that I'm actually interested in is the addition of Jordan McCabe because hmm. you're talking about a guy who has a YouTube following of about almost 36,000 subscribers on his. He's got a podcast. You know, he's been doing YouTube for a while. And that's kind of like this wave that you've been seeing with college athletics, you know, getting their players' name and branding out there. You know, you take a look at the University of Colorado at Prime and what uh, Deion Sanders Jr. is doing for that program, just filming the behind the scenes. Like, that is something different and something cool. So I don't know if maybe they'll add that type of aspect to their team, uh, to that prospect. But, um, and I know there'd probably be some restrictions if Jordan McKay was trying to help them with that. Maybe they know so some other body that can do that for them. But I think that will be... Uh, interesting. That was a nice. I liked that. Was some good news for the program. Shall we move on to the bad news? Well, let's stay with the good for a little bit here, only for one thing. That, I and I, you and Andrew may have talked about this, but our biggest transfer portal grab is staying. All three that that transferred in the the three big ones, Raekwon, Kerr, mm -hmm. and Jesse all stayed. Yeah. In return, we had people losing because I, if I understand correctly, I, some of those guys when they were when they were entering or thinking about, I know apparently from what I understand they got a little bit of a bump in NIL, and that's what I've heard from rumors was part of the thing that while the other people wanted to see their worth. And now we're seeing commitments of other teams. Um, 
So those that transferred out, you got Trey Mitchell. He went to Kentucky. Uh, Joe Toussaint recently just signed with Texas Tech. And uh, as of today, uh, you have well, we'll we'll get to them. You got Muhammad Wagu. He Wagu signed with Alabama. And then as of literally on my way home, you had James O'Conquo go to Merritt's UNC Tar Heels. Um, so well, let's let's talk about the ones that you just mentioned real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we'll talk about the big one. I'm not even gonna say big one because he's non-existent. He didn't play. He he's he's nothing. Um but Trey Mitchell, real quick. Phenomenal basketball player, right? We love we we were all excited. We all were. I I won't lie. I was. I know you definitely were because we got, we got height. We got a rebounder. We got somebody big. Um, he faded. Once we got into that Big Twelve season, he had some good games, right? He had some really good games. All of a sudden, where'd he go? He didn't show up in the Big 12 tournament. He didn't show up in March Madness. That second game in Texas, he got his ass handed to him. Just never showed up. Um, Let's see, who else? Now, also with with Trey Mitchell, I think part of my, my deal with his, you know, I don't know. He did. You're right. He 100% right that he definitely fell off. But I don't know if part of that was, you know, you had a a ball-hungry Eric Stevenson that was, in a sense, taking that ball and chugging it up whenever he could. Maybe Trey Trey couldn't get into a rhythm. But I don't know. I I, I was sad that he ended up going, and I had a feeling the minute that they said the word Kentucky that he was going to go there. But... You know, apparently it was interesting because he went from a team that was veteran laden where he could have been, you know, the star. And now he's like one of the only veterans on that Kentucky team. So we'll see how really good he is. Is he going to be putting up the numbers in Kentucky like he would have done up here? I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I think um, that was the first big loss there. Uh Go ahead. Do we? Who else do we want to go at? Go talk Toussaint. about next. See now, his is this is the one thing that I hate now with this whole nil deal and allowing them to transfer. They should not it, go to the same conference. It's like you you're setting these kids up like they're that they're vilified villains. I mean, yes, we took advantage of that too when Trey Mitchell came to us from Texas. Right. Yeah, but, we did. But at the same time, like I just think it. I liked the rule when back in the day that they couldn't change into the same conference. I'd like, I would, I'd rather not have to play you. And like, think about like, what like Jalen bridges that he had to deal with when he, like when we had to play him, like, like it's just, there's but a they, lot that goes into that. And I, I, I hate that. Thankfully he didn't do shit when he went to Baylor. Thankfully he didn't do shit. What happens but, if he did? But apparently there was rumors that he would, I don't know if he did transfer out of Baylor or if he's still at Baylor, but there were rumors that either if he did enter the transfer portal if or if he was thinking of it because he didn't do well, that he was going to come back to West Virginia like uh, Matthews did. 
for us. Um, I no, I'm good. Um, but she's not. You just you lose your what one of your best defensive players who was okay at defense and okay I mean, at offense. I mean, with him, he you know he was he was able to handle the ball with composure, but then now. This gives a chance to guys like Seth Wilson, the Kobe Johnsons that have been waiting to pl- get more playing time. Now they have the chance to go and ahead and do that. You have Ray Kwong. Who apparently everybody thinks is like the shit. Like, it's really good. Yeah, that's the, the rumors. Um, And then the kid who went to Alabama. Sorry, I he's just so on. Un- well, the only the problem with him is is he got hurt last year, right. so we but couldn't. He, he also didn't average many point many minutes prior to getting hurt. He did play like every game though. He played. Right, he did. played in the game, and when he was healthy, he was at least in for a couple minutes to spell some of your veterans. It just you know you lose that extra size down there, which was like. One of the the keys to that we wanted to build around is to build more depth, um, and that is one of the things that we're currently losing. We only have now eight players on the roster, um, with with everybody. So I don't know who the hell is left. I saw a couple guys that we were looking at. Guy from Florida State. I think there was like a junior college guy. Dude from Bama. Oh yeah, J- Javon Quinterly. You know, I I think I saw a guy from Seton Hall on there mm-hmm. that uh like a big forward, but like I almost feel like now we're just kind of reaching for well, whatever the to. hell is left. Yeah, we we, and, and you'll find them. Like let's be honest, every every college team fills out. Every college team will find their players. They always do. Yeah. Um. But today's. I honestly, I thought he was going to come back. Who? The guy who left today. The one that going to UNC, James mm-hmm. of Conquo. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly thought he was coming back because he has the opportunity to do well on this team next to all these players. He probably would have been your first guy off the bench or – or let's be honest, potentially could have fought for that starting four spot for us. Because let's be honest, Jesse Edwards is definitely going to be your five. He is a dominant big, but also can stretch the floor. Um, so maybe he flips to four or flips to five, wherever you want. But Makaku, I thought he, he was going to stay. Um, but you know what? Go off to UNC. And yes, I love UNC. I think they're phenomenal. They're going to suck. To be honest with you, they are going to suck. Because all you have left is Baycott. (laughs) That's about it. Yeah, a lot of people transferred from there, too. Forget about that. Well, and you also have Leaky Black, who graduated. Um, He he ran out of his eligibility. Mm. I, I think... Love left, but I think there's one guy who's left who's pretty decent. I can't remember. 
besides Baycott. And you had a bunch of guys leave. And no offense, Okonkwo. Is he that good? We'll find out. We'll, we'll see. If he can do well and get minutes and play well, maybe he is really good. And we just waste him on our bench. Maybe. I mean, though, I think one of the things with Okonkwo was that he was great. He had no offense. He had no offense. But, like, he would help us defensively, which is what we brought him in there for. So and maybe he wants a bigger role. What does UNC need? Offense, not defense. They have Baycott, who is a that does the exact same thing as Okonkwu, but at a better level and can score. Craziness. Oh my god. Oh, that's funny. Oh, did you guys also talk about? I don't, I because we haven't listened to it yet because it's, but it, it's still not up. Um, <laughs> looking at our sheet right now. I'm sorry, Andrew. Please don't hate me when you listen to this tomorrow or Saturday or next week. Whenever you do, please don't hate me. Um, but Oscar, did you guys talk about him? Or- Oscar Shibuoi? Yeah. Uh, I, don't remember if I mentioned him honestly. I know he definitely didn't get drafted, just um, like your favorite Timmy Timmy guy didn't get drafted either. So I don't like Timmy. Let's uh, we all know that. I know. But was it your past three Naismith players of the year, or or one of your some of your best players in in the NBA in March Madness and in college basketball? The kid from UConn. Timmy and Oscar not drafted and Oscar and Timmy weren't they um, Naismith yeah I'm sorry that is messed up a hundred percent messed up because I won't lie as a Celtics fan I don't even know who the hell we drafted we took the be very nice how I say this. We took the kid from Arkansas, and that's all I'll say. He doesn't have an offensive game. He has a high energy on defense. Great. We yeah. need that because he traded away our two high energy defensive players. What's it called? Yeah, the, the, the Knicks didn't actually have any draft picks. That sucks. No, it's okay. We didn't really need anybody. We have We have other players that we're trying to develop. And then oh, the really? Lakers, the Lakers got uh one of the guys in the second round, which was a, not a bad pickup. I just kind of forgot his name. Oh, Shibuya signed his a uh, two way deal, though with the Pacers. Yep, that's good. Yep, where the Knicks traded Obi Toppin. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I know we talked about that last week, if I believe so. Um. Timmy signed with Milwaukee Bucks. Good for him. And the other guy signed with the Bulls. I saw that. Yes, yes. I do remember seeing that one too. All good moves by all three of these players. All three of these players should 100% make those rosters. Or their G League affiliate or something. I Timmy will most likely make the Bucks roster, mainly for the simple fact that... Um, 
who did who did the Bucks sign or trade for? Um, well, the Bucks just re-signed Middleton. Lopez, and they just and they re-signed uh, back to the team his brother Robin. Right. Those two play one hundred percent center. Yeah. Timmy in the NBA doesn't play center. Timmy plays a four, a big three. Really, let's be honest. He or, or a very, very, very small five. <laughs> yeah. But um, who's the white dude? Sharpshooter that played on the Jazz. Who's hurt? England. Uh, uh, England. You, you're muted. There you go. Ingles. Ingles. Is he still on the team? Because if he's not on the team, then Timmy can slide in. But if he's not, that I don't remember. I have to. I'd have to double check. Um, Oscar should make the Indiana team because all they got for a big guy, at least that I know of, is Miles Turner. And from the every rumor out there, Miles Turner is still in the trade block, and they still want to get rid of him because his contract is too big. Um. And your dude, who won a national championship with UConn, who is definitely one of the best centers and one of the best players in college basketball that we yeah. all watched and we all witnessed, should make that Bulls team because, no offense to Andre Drummond, dude, you are on your way out. But it does suck because... The NBA has completely changed. We've all talked about that. But let's not talk, keep driving about that. Let's talk about the last guy from West Virginia who never, who just put his name in the transfer portal. Yeah. I mean, he didn't – he came to us. He tried to get a waiver because his coach left, and now he's leaving because the coach left again. So apparently I heard he's actually going to get granted immediate eligibility he, in this case, he should in this case because he had to sit out last year. Yeah, and I agree to that. I, I agree with that. Like you should. You know, you know, looking back, and it's it's kind of unfortunate because a lot of people stuck up for that guy. Uh, he, you know, a lot of people really wanted him to play last year. They thought he deserved to play, and then apparently, I heard that he the reason he's transferred is because he didn't like some of the guys that they added. And I'm like, bro, like, just fucking play ball. Like, why are you complaining? Dude, you know where he's projected to go right now? Where? He ain't going like it. What, Pittsburgh? No, 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 no. The other team that likes to say that they're blue and gold. But they're maize, everybody. Oh, Michigan? Yeah. Because Michigan lost out on, on the kid from UNC. Because he left yeah. and now is in Arizona. Mm. Well, See. honestly, good luck to him. Sorry it didn't work out. You know, enjoy playing college basketball again instead of, you know, graduating and just go playing pro somewhere. You might as well, at this rate, you've been in college for how long? What, six years, Dude, seven years? He has played on four teams, technically. Yeah, so... 
And he started, he, all right. So he started off at Gardner Webb, went to Marquette, did not play, basically barely played at Marquette, and went to Manhattan, which is not a very good, they, they were decent when he was there. Um, and then went to West Virginia. That's four teams. Yeah, this is his last, this has to be his last year. Yeah. I mean, it's like, bro, figure it out. But, yeah, that's the West Virginia basketball news. But uh, since you don't have this on the paper, there's a lot of fun uh, basketball news with our alumni. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I didn't put that on there. That's go okay. Ahead. You you bring this up because I'm – I really do want to go, but I, I just can't – I won't, no, I won't be able to make it work. What? Going to the um the game that you're going the the team you're going to talk about right now. I don't, what team do you think I'm going to talk about? The alumni team. No, I'm not even starting there. Really? Where are you starting? No. So, shout out to Devin Ebanks. He's playing in the Big Three Ice Cubes League. The really? League. Yeah, he's playing for the team Tri State, uh, in which that team. Consist of you got Jason Richardson, Justin Dentman, Deshaun Stevens, uh, Ray Nixon, and guess who's the coach uh, is Dr. J, Julius Irving. Nice, yeah. So, uh-huh. uh, they're rocking out there, and then of course, have to bring up the alumni team for TVT. A couple guys that they just recently so couple guys that they've added, but we haven't really talked about on here. Um, so that team for Best Virginia playing in the TBT tournament, you got Kevin Jones and John Flowers that are in charge of it. They brought on Kadrian Johnson to join them. Tavon Myers is going to be on that team along with Jay Sean Page, guys that have been there before. Nate Adrian is going to be there. And today they recently added Sean McNeil. Uh who was formerly with West Virginia, he's going to be playing on that team. And then they have an entire on Chase Harler, West Virginia. But he's, guy. isn't he coaching? He's, he's an he's assistant go- GM. Oh, he's the assistant GM. Oh, good for him. Nice. So, so he's he'll be, he'll, he'll be, he's going to be like a player coach. They said, so he's just like what, um, flowers is. Uh, yeah, pretty much. But um, they talked about uh, McNeil and the rest of the team. They got all so pretty much. I think seven of the team is going to be uh, W guys, and they have a bunch of other guys that are going to be joining them from other from like other places. Yeah, they so, have Keith Wright. Yes, I don't know who the hell that guy is. He played at Harvard. Oh, okay. Quincy Ford. Okay. He played at Northeastern. Nathan uh, Flowers. uh, John Flowers' brother. Oh, that's his brother? Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, Yeah, that's interesting. I don't really know where this team's going to go. I'm very it's sad. I'm very sad that we aren't bringing back fucking like 
eBanks at all. Well, eBanks is making money in the big with the big three. Yeah, that's so true. That's probably why that's not happening. And I but think yeah. isn't um Javon supposed to be a assistant coach? coach. Yep, yep. Assistant he's coach. assistant coach again. Who's the head coach this year? Is it still oh it's still James. James Long, yep. Good for him. I would love to see if he can get his way up to us. He's been yeah. he's doing good. Um, yes, yeah, so that is you have that going on right now. So uh, is that happening right now? No, it's gonna ha- it's gonna start uh the end of the month. TBT always happens at the end of July. And they're playing in Maryland. So that is so they're doing they... a tune up game oh, with that's the tune up game against the Maryland squad. The, yeah, the part the, the 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 Maryland team. So that team there that's apparently a, a league that is in that league you can only have alumni players on your team. So the, uh, it's called the ABL. Uh it's all over like their social medias. So the players on that team. You got John Flowers. You got uh, Kevin Jones. You have Tavon Myers, Jason Page, a couple of the usual suspects. Let me see if I can get you the rest. So you're gonna be Alex Ruoff is apparently gonna play on that team, along with Kedrian Johnson. Nice. And then hold on, where is the rest of it? Uh oh, and then one name that is super super surprising. That they got that's gonna play on their team, Isa Ahmad. I think I saw that. That's yeah. that is extremely surprising. Basically, for the reason he left West Virginia and how he left West Virginia. Yeah, he did not leave on good terms. No, he did not. Which is makes uh makes it all more surprising. But he's not on the. He's not on the TBT roster. This is only here for the ABL League, the Alumni Basketball League. Hmm. That'd be a good one. That'd be a good game. Yeah, so that's going to happen in Fairmont, West Virginia. So we shall see how that goes. Hopefully they they put on and uh, do well. So uh, we are game. So for the TBT TBT, um, tournament, uh, they will be they are West Virginia, the best best Virginia rather. They are the number one team in the West Virginia regional area. Um, so what we have here, so we have the eight teams. You have Best Virginia, Sideline Cancer, Challenge ALS, which is Florida, uh, Herd, that, bleh, uh, Zoo Crew. Dogtown, Ram Nation, and du- Dubois Dream. I don't yeah. know who any of these teams are besides the Herd, uh, Florida, Dogtown. Is that? Don't remember that one is, but you know who the Zoo Crew is? Who is Zoo Crew? The Zoo Crew is the University of Pitt alumni team. Ew! I hope they lose. I oh god I have to I have to root against can they both lose because they play each other oh herd and zoo crew, crew play yeah. against each other yep so hopefully they both lose 
Oh, that's um, so. No matter what, uh, that they really messed us up with the messed us over with this one. No matter what, because we're the number one team in the that region, we'll play either Marshall or Pitt. Again, of course. Again. That's the way. They, that's the way they want it. It's got. They got to fill the seats. I got. I, I want to see the teams because I know. I know people playing. Um, on certain teams, like actually played against them. Oh, fancy! Dogtown is Georgetown alumni. That's pretty scary. Challenge ALS Florida. Who are they? Oh, this is like the mismatch team, the mixed match team. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh my God. What happened? So they have a guy that I know, the name sounds familiar Deshaun Stevens, Chris Warren, Brandon Robinson, Fletcher McGee. He's actually a pretty decent shooting guard. Keith. Clint, uh, Clanton, Jonathan Holton, who went to West Virginia. Um, let's see. Shahid Davis, Marvell Harris, Kenyon, Kenny Boynton. That's a good one. Um, Mark Edie. Um, he went. Florida Gulf Coast, and then Solemn. That might even say his last name. He played for the Warriors. <laughs> I remember. Um, where is Colorado State's team? Actually, let's just see who's on the Georgetown alumni because we're gonna have to play against them potentially. <laughs> Aaron Bowen, Chris Wright. Ooh, Chris Wright. Yeah, Chris Wright's really good. Greg Whittington, Devonta Smith Rivera. I don't know that one. I do love that literally all the Georgetown team is legit Georgetown alumni, like straight up. Yeah. Trey Dickerson, he was good. Rodney Poirier, LJ Peak. Henry Sims, Jagan yep. Mosley. Former Nick Summer League guy. Yep. Jason Clark, Julian Vaughn. Uh, and yeah, that's their team. It's pretty that's pretty solid right there. Yeah. I'm not even gonna look at the herd. I don't care about them. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. All right, Ram up. I know these guys. I th- I know one of the guys on this team. Okay. Pretty sure. There you are. I know him. Good dude. Greg Smith. He uh, lived in Arizona when I lived out there. was dating a girl that I worked with. Um, pretty good guy. Played, he's played overseas. Played on a couple different squads for TBT. Nice. Um, so nice dude. Where's he last time last game he played last 
professional team he was on was Rain or Shine in the Philippines. Oh, lit. Yeah. He's played in like Italy, Germany, Spain, Turkey. Like, I sold him a pair of my, I sold him my Kobe's because they were too big for me. And he wore that size. So I was like, here, I'll give them to you for a little cheaper. (laughs) (laughs) But let's keep going. Um, Kevin, what you got on tonight? I don't have. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. I have a shirt on because it is so hot in my house right now that I am shirtless. That's why I'm covering. Well, you only see the neck up because it's so hot. I'm told Mary. I'm sweating. I honestly was gonna keep the camera off, but you know, Mary was just gonna yell at me the entire time about putting the camera on. So there's no jersey this week, guys. Uh, no. if there is, um, maybe I'll wear it next week. But yeah, no jersey this week. And let's move, let's move on to Merit's hat. It looks like he has a scary bear on it. No, I just got a a, a cool looking black bear on my hat, and an awesome pin from Emerald Lake. So I got the nice. hat at Emerald Lake in uh, Canada when I was up there for vacation. Um, yes. How was your vacation? I don't want to talk about that, bro. We got to talk about it because, you know, it, it happens. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> I had a vacation, too. Got to love it. I do. Did you go to just to the beach the whole time? I it was a staycation. I just literally had a staycation. And it was either just stay home or at the beach. The week of my birthday, it was like raining every other day. So I went to the beach like. I say like two and a half times because those one of the first times I went it rained, uh. So that screwed that every that up there. The last two were good, and that's why I'm so tan because I need to get tan. I plan on going to the beach tomorrow Ooh. after I work out. Prep so, for the game. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So you know, try to be nice and tan. Kevin, you have to answer this question on the podcast because I oh, pushed boy. you for this. For this, for a very, for like the past couple, of, actually, past probably month. Oh my god! Is this going to turn into a we out here segment? I don't know. The Beach Chronicles are a, a different vibe. Like I have to no, but figure feel, out what I'm gonna do with it. I feel like you could just, uh, yeah. It's not gonna look cool if I'm That's just putting tr- stuff from my story. It looks stupid. Yeah, that's true. I have to like literally get stuff in action, and I that's a lot of that's a lot of work. work. So maybe so this that's is why just something that... on the Instagram that's special to the Quake Quaver six two four Instagram. Yeah, that might be something you could just tag into the the Manly Musings pod or something. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that might hard. just be that could be like a TikTok Instagram thing. Only. Unless I have like a cameraman, if I hire a cameraman that to just document all the stupid crap that happens at the beach. Andrew, you have a new job. There you go. We'll fl- we'll, we'll fly him down or bus him down, whatever is the easiest. No, we're not doing way. that again. We're not doing the whole bus journey. Bus, we're train, never ever do that. Ferry. Freaking, you know, was... underground, everything. We're not doing that anymore, Andrew. No. No, you're having a, you have a car now. You can drive down the ferry like you did the first time when you came to visit. Make life easy when you come down. Yeah, um, thank goodness. My vacation was 
10 days. Look at that, 10 days. Dude, that's a long goddamn vacation. I won't lie. Like, by the end of the vacation, like, at last, don't, don't, I'm not going to say I didn't have fun, but it was kind of getting to the point where I'm like, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> yeah, 10 days is long. It's yeah, a long time. We got into, we flew into Calgary on a Thursday. We got there at like one o'clock in the afternoon, hung out with my mother-in-law, went out to dinner with her, hung out, chilled. Um, one of my quote-unquote brother-in-laws and his girlfriend were there and chilled with them for a little bit. Friday, everyone else basically, everyone else? Yeah, everyone else on Friday flew in. So we got there just a day early. Saturday, I think was when Saturday was when we I don't remember. I don't remember. I think Friday. Honestly, I don't remember. Like the days all blur together now. But we're in Calgary. Then we went to Canmore, which is just outside of Banff. So all you Instagram people that literally just live on it and look at all the influencers that travel. Banff is one of the highest destinations to go to nowadays because the water, I sent pictures to Kevin and Andrew. They can attest to it. It looks like you're in the Caribbean, but the water is 50 degrees colder. Caribbean water. Madness. But it was honestly great hikes, great food, great beer. Um, great time i did a the last day we were there we did um a big bike ride with my brother my wife's brother and his girlfriend which was about 35 36 miles of biking oh my god but we did do like e-bikes. we did e-bikes um but the e-bikes we rented and i have to put my hand up because the light up here is like legit like shining down awkwardly so i have to like move my hand every now and then so it doesn't blur my face um mm. but we had e-bikes and everyone was like riding on like the highest level you could and i literally just rode on like eco or normal mode the majority of the time i thought it was fine <laughs> went to banff had food um went up on the gondola we saw a couple bears saw a bunch of we Kevin, I kid you not, when I say I was probably from where I'm sitting now to the my wall, which is probably three, four feet at most, um, oh, feet away from elk. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. And it was like calving season, so it means that female um, elk are having calves and mm. are giving birth to babies, so they're a little bit more pumped up and angry so they're going to be very protective of everything a little more um, emotional yeah yeah um but it was a good time but we were very very happy we didn't get back i actually we flew out of newark so we we're right near you we weren't too far yeah uh, um we got back here like back to long island back to my house by like 11 30 on saturday mm. about a week ago look at that you look like you need to go freaking nap. Dude, like, the worst part is, like, we got home, I slept. I was up 
at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. On Sunday. Oh my gosh. I unpacked, I cleaned up, I did everything. My wife's cousin came down to stay with the dogs for the 10 days we were gone, which was great. It was awesome that she was able to do that for us. And then we, my wife slept the majority of the day <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> she didn't work to my Monday. I did. I worked Monday. Tuesday, we were both off because of the holiday. And then what else? I worked yesterday. I worked today. But we also, as everyone knows, we've already announced this. We're having a baby. Um, mm-hmm. Getting ready for this child, which is now 16 weeks. And it looks like it's starting to like form into a human. I got pictures. Of, I'll send you pictures afterwards so you can see it. Or I'll send it yeah. to you now. Um, that my wife sent me today. Of the little guy. And it's unreal. You actually can start seeing. I think. Yeah, the last one actually looks the best. So I'm going to send it over to you right now. <laughs> there, I sent it over. Um, but like, we're starting to put it all together. And I had to take apart my closet in the spare bedroom because that's where the baby's room will become. It's not the spare bedroom. It's like the extra room. So it was where my stuff was. All my yeah. stuff is now out. Besides, like, my shoes that were in that spare closet, they're just sitting in that the room. Yeah. There's no shelves in that closet. There's nothing. I literally ripped them all out. I'm patching up holes that were created by me using, you know, a little bit, a little crowbar to, to get stuff out because <laughs> the sheetrock is very thin. Um, but it's, it's getting there. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be painted by... I think by next week it should be painted completely. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what we got. Um, but let's talk about what we're doing this weekend for everyone, so that everyone will know next week when they hear the podcast what we did. Yeah. <laughs> Merritt is losing it right now, y'all, because he's so tired. So, Merritt, I'll let I'll let me take this one, so you, you- can like take a nap for a second. This is all um, you. This was all your game um, plan anyway, so. Yes, yeah, so this was all my idea. I asked Merritt, yo, we should go to a Liberty game. He said, cool, we're going to a Liberty game. I picked Saturday to, for the Liberty game to go to. We're going. So we'll be at the Barclays Center. Game time, 2 o'clock, New York Liberty versus the Seattle Storm. Fun little deal. It's also going to be their sneakerhead night. So uh, first 2,000 fans that arrive are going to get, like, some socks or something, which is cool. So we'll see if we get there in time. But yeah, I'm excited. Bring the We Out Here pod, uh, portion of the podcast back. I went to Yankee Stadium with my sister the day after my birthday. Uh, so you, you guys should be hopefully seeing that uh, episode on the YouTube within the next 48 hours. Today's Thursday, July 6th. So hopefully by the weekend, you'll be able to see that. That one I think is actually a a uh, really funny one and i started a new segment on there in honor of my co-host uh and it's going to be our chicken finger testing and we're going to do that at the liberty game uh inspired by merit only want to eat chicken fingers at sporting events it's so we're gonna safe compare. it's a safe thing we're, to get there we're going we're to compare um i'm not going to say my rating of how it was at the yankee game you'll see that on the we out here uh podcast 
So I'm not going to tell you. Uh, and then we're going to keep taking it from there. So I, uh, there'll be something that we're at, I, I'm adding on until the way out here is wherever we go. I, I can't wait because like you did post this, uh, like that little part of the segment that on you on the Instagram. Um, I can't wait to actually see the full clip of this. Though, like, it literally made me puke that it's a Yankee game. But it does look like you had a great time, to be honest, dude, for your birthday with your sister. like, I- Dude, I mean, like, we'll talk about that real quick. You want to know how much I got the two tickets for? I don't want to know. $19.79. For both? For both tickets. How? I don't know. Dude, I thought I, I got scams. $42.00. For one ticket to go to Fenway. Dude, I don't know what the hell I was smoking or what they were smoking, but $19. We me and my sister decided to splurge on parking. So literally we parked right next to the stadium. It was like 80 bucks, but like it was like, yeah, fuck it, because our tickets were only like $19. So parked right by the stadium, walked around. We had access to their Audi Club, which is like one of the boxes with that ticket. So we went there. Uh, we went into uh we went into the Yankees museum that they have in there, uh, which you guys will see in the We Out Here podcast. And uh, they had a cool little thing. If you saw my Instagram, there is a picture of me, and it's where pretty much what you can do. It's it's like a simulation of what like a a locker room looks like in like the Yankees like clubhouse, and you can change like the top of the nameplate to where it says like your name, uh, which is pretty cool. So. Did that, did the chicken finger testing tasting for merit. And then also, like we didn't even sit in our seats. We there were these bleachers that you could stand up the entire time. So you we you did exactly what we did at the we Iron did at that, yeah. I did exactly what we did at the Islanders game, and it was perfect. That's awesome. Um yeah. you did forget one thing about the Liberty game this weekend, what we're doing, hopefully, is bringing at least one or more. Mm-hmm. gently used or brand new pair of sneakers to donate to yes. uh got sold yes i have to remember to bring that pair of sneakers with me so i will make sure i have a pair to bring so i'll see what i have well awesome well i think that's all i got <laughs> that is go the bed. episode yeah mary needs to go to bed so what i'm going to do is end this episode episode we're doing the outro so outro we are episode 39 for season two mm-hmm. is this episode officially episode 90 this is episode 91 episode 91 guys holy shit we are nine more episodes being away from 100 um so i know me and mary and i we're him and i will eventually talk about the guest that we're going to try and bring on here to just, you know, just to fill in the time because it's going to be a, an interesting time in sports where there's not too much on. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for the We Out Here's that are coming out on our YouTube page, the Manly Musings Podcast. Make sure you go ahead and listen to us on all the streaming platforms. You know the drill. It's Apple Podcasts. You got Spotify, Google Play, uh, Amazon Play. We're out there. So go ahead and make sure you follow the Instagrams where we post most stuff. You have the podcast Instagram at the Manly Musings Pod, Merritt's Instagram at Merritt underscore P, my Instagram at KQAVA624. And that's what we got. Happy episode 91. 
Marin's going to sleep. I'm going to sleep because we got to go work out in the morning. So peace, y'all. Peace. Thank <music> you.